This episode is brought to you by SaneBox. No single tool steals more of our precious time than email. So much so that we find ourselves spending our Sunday nights trying to get a head start on email so that it's less of a headache on Monday. But what if there was an app that could get a head start on your email for you? Well, that's exactly what SaneBox does. Using powerful algorithms that analyze your habits, SaneBox automatically filters unimportant emails out of your inbox so that you can spend more time on the work that matters. See how SaneBox can help you reclaim your time and your focus with a free two-week trial. Visit SaneBox.com slash hurry slowly to start your free trial and get a $25 credit. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash hurry slowly. I'm Jocelyn K. Gly, and this is Hurry Slowly, a podcast about pacing yourself, where I explore how you can be more productive, creative, and resilient through the simple act of slowing down. So as some of you listeners may know, when I started doing this show, I had zero experience with podcasting. I thought I was going to do a 10-episode season, and I ended up doing a weekly show. I thought that I was going to make these super-produced, heavily-crafted episodes, and instead, I ended up doing a more traditional interview format. So today, in this short mini-episode, I'm going to tell you the story of how the podcast ended up being this, not that. And in the process, we're going to talk about one of the key ingredients in understanding how to navigate work and life at a more sustainable pace, and that's maintenance. That's right. Today's episode is about the incredibly unsexy topic of maintaining stuff and why the first question you should always ask yourself when you're considering launching any new project is what will it take to maintain this? Because guess what? Maintaining stuff takes a lot of time and energy. Let's use this podcast as an example. My original vision for Hurry Slowly was that I would make two 10-episode seasons each year. Each episode would focus on a single topic, like decision-making or risk-taking or managing your attention. I was planning to interview three people for every episode and then use only the best five to seven minutes of each interview, the true nuggets of wisdom. During the show, I would weave back and forth between these different interviews with commentary and music tying it all together. For example, an episode on decision-making would weave together interviews with a Slovenian philosopher, an intuition researcher, and a seasoned entrepreneur. And me and my producer Matt made just such a show. We made a pilot episode that was super crafted, that wove together a variety of interviews, that used tons of really cool music transitions. And I dug it. And I shared it with friends and acquaintances, and they dug it too. But here's the thing. It took forever to make. I realized that producing a single episode would take me at least two full weeks of work, not to mention an additional week of my producer's time. So for me alone, a 10-episode season would require at least 20 weeks of work, which means that doing two seasons per year would take at least 40 weeks. And I thought to myself, I could do this for a season or maybe even two or three seasons 
But ultimately, this is not going to be sustainable. And when you're making a podcast about navigating life and work at a more sustainable pace, you have to take a long look in the mirror when it feels like your workflow is not sustainable. And maintenance wasn't the only issue. I also learned a lot of other useful things by making that pilot episode and sharing it with people. I learned that the tightly edited and orchestrated format that I had dreamed up was maybe a little bit too dense, that it was too much to process on a single listen. I also realized that cutting the interviews down to just these tiny little sound bites felt a little sad, that people would miss out on all this other great stuff that I had gotten to hear in the full interview. So ultimately, I decided to change the format. I shifted it to a simpler, more standard interview format, but with additional commentary for me to create more context and really set up the episodes. And one of the happy accidents of originally thinking that the podcast would be presented in a completely different format was that all of the interviews now went really deep on a single issue, like decision-making or managing your attention, which gave them a sort of laser-like focus that I think, I hope, makes them distinctive in the podcast space. So I launched the podcast in October with the interview format that you now know. And of course, some occasional mini episodes like this one. I decided to do the show weekly, but I didn't really know for how long. Was I still making a show that was seasonal? Or was I making one of those podcasts that just go on forever, indefinitely? I decided to wait and see. And I decided to wait and see because of maintenance. It's true that producing the podcast in this format didn't require the insane amount of hours that my original vision did. But how many hours would it require? I couldn't really know until I got into the swing of things. And it turns out that even this interview format show, the approach that was my, hey, let's make this easy approach, takes a ton of time to produce. Partially because I'm a maniacal perfectionist and partially because making high quality stuff just takes time. Now that I've made about 19 episodes, I've calculated that I spend roughly 20 hours on every episode. And then my producer spends an additional six to eight hours on every episode. So that means that even with my more stripped down approach, I'm still spending 50% of my time on this podcast. Now, my original goal when I thought, how much time do I want to spend maintaining this project, was to spend 30% of my time on the podcast. With my original pilot format, I would have been spending almost 80% of my time on the podcast. With my new interview format, I spend about 50% of my time on the podcast. So how do I get down to that 30% that I want to be at? Well, it's time for an announcement. I've decided, at last, that this will be a seasonal show, not one that goes on indefinitely forever. And season one of the Hurry Slowly podcast is going to run through May of this year. That will be 30 episodes and roughly 600 hours of work. After this May, the podcast will go on break for the summer, and I'll come back with season two in October of this year. But let's get back to the maintenance piece. My point in telling you the story of this podcast is to illustrate exactly why it's so important to ask yourself, what will it take to maintain this? every time you're thinking about launching a new creative project. And you don't ask the question just once. You need to ask it before, during, and after launch. Because at the beginning, 
Your ideas about what it will take to maintain a project are just a guess. And then as you prototype and test and build, you get a slightly better idea of just how much time maintaining this thing will take. And then once you release your new baby into the world and start dedicating yourself to upkeep, you start to get a really exact idea of what it will take to maintain it. Personally, I like to think about maintenance in terms of an overall percentage of your time. So for myself, the question was, how much time do I want to spend on maintaining this podcast? And the answer was 30%. I like using overall percentages because you can quickly see the importance of all of your projects relative to each other. So for instance, right now, let's say I'm spending 30% of my time on the podcast. I'm spending 30% of my time on making a new online course. I'm spending 20% of my time writing a new book. And I'm spending 20% of my time on maintaining my newsletter, giving talks, and other sundry tasks. That adds up to 100% of my time, and those are my priorities. And if I want to, I can audit my actual hours and see if they match up with those priorities. For instance, I recently looked at how much time I was spending on blog posts and my newsletter, and I realized I would never write a new book with those activities draining away so much of my time. And because the book is more important to me, I decided to tweak how I spend that time. So if you're trying to adopt a more sustainable workflow, keeping an eye on maintenance is crucial. And it's crucial because we often do these maintenance tasks like making and sending invoices or writing a weekly newsletter on autopilot, which means that we fail to account for the time we spend on them. And so we take on new commitments as if those tasks didn't exist. And then we find ourselves overwhelmed and overworked as a result. And that's why making a habit of thinking about maintenance is an essential practice. Thinking about it before, during, and after you launch new projects, and occasionally looking at your entire stable of projects and auditing how much time you're spending on maintaining each one, and then doing some pruning if necessary. As you and I both know, the creative process is messy and unpredictable. There's actually something called Hofstadter's Law, which describes the amount of time that it will take to complete tasks of substantial complexity. And it says, quote, it always takes longer than you expect, even when you take into account Hofstadter's Law, end quote. To translate that, Hofstadter's Law basically says that everything takes longer than you think it will, even when you account for the fact that it will take longer than you think it will which is, in my experience, incredibly true. And that's why it's so important to think about maintenance, because everything takes longer than you think it will. Next week, I'll be in conversation with Ruben Nyman, a sleep and dream specialist. We'll be talking about the impact of living in a wake-centric world that keeps us wired and tired. And why sleep isn't something that should be optimized, but rather treated as a sacred act of surrender. As Nyman says, sleep isn't something that we work for. It's something that we stop working for. It's going to be a fantastic episode, so please tune in next Tuesday. In the meantime, thanks for listening, and remember to take your time.